What's Cooking, supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits. All right, welcome to the BFM Studios. Kura Tura Whenua. Welcome. How Sup? are you? Sup? I'm uh, good. So, man. You're just saying that you, uh, you're obviously performing at the comedy festival this year, but both shows have sold out. Is that yeah. matter of fact? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I asked them, can I do an extra show? So if an extra show comes out then, grab your tickets. Brad, okay. Yeah, grab a ticket. <laughs> yeah, that was smooth. Obviously, obviously popular if it's um, sold out. But, I mean, just can you give the listeners a bit of background on your particular brand of comedy and what you do, maybe how you've, like, got your chops? Yeah, uh, I'm Kura Tūri Whenua, uh, Whakapapa Te Ngātipero, Tūhoi, Kaitahu, and I'm also Māori Māori. True. Uh, true. True. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That's what Facebook racists say. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> true. Sorry. No. <laughs> false. <laughs> no, that, that is my genuine whakapapa. Mm. Um, but yeah, my, I don't really know what my brand of comedy is. I think that my sense of humor is pretty dark, pretty blunt. Um, it's pretty nerdy, yeah. to be honest. Um, but yeah, I like singing sometimes. I like talking to the audience. I think that's fun. But yeah, I got a show next week. It's like my first ever full hour. It's just me. It's called Hoha Guy. And yeah, it's just an hour of us um, hanging out. <laughs> just you <laughs> and the audience. Yeah, have, have for you, $20. Have you, ever done a, have you ever done a full hour before? Nah, nah, never. The most I had done before this was like 15 minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> And so when I signed up to do the comedy festival, I was like, damn, this was a terrible decision. <laughs> but then it got to a point where I was writing and writing, and I was like, oh, this is actually mean. And I think that writing the show, I've realized that um, I prefer doing a full hour because mm. then I can, like, elaborate on stuff. And, and also people come for you, which is a lot different to performing on a lineup show where they're just coming to see some comedy. Yeah. Um, but when they come for you, they sort of are already inclined to like you a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, not always. Well, but. <laughs> it must be obviously it must be like a great feeling to know that the show's sold out, and mm. at that at that point, the audience is on your side, right? You know, yeah. so it's kind of a nice place to start, especially if you're dipping your toe in the water of an hour. You know? Yeah, super lucky. And I, I've done the show for five nights in Wellington. Mm. Um, that's where I started my season. And so now I'm bringing it back to Auckland. Um, I told the, com- the Comedy Fest, they said I could do five nights in Auckland, but they gave me the classic studio, which is in Central. Yeah, I didn't want to do my show in Central because um, Māori don't really tend to live there. It's expensive to park. It's like a painful... I, I find the city painful to get mm, to yeah, and to yeah, be in. Yeah. Um, and Te Pau Theatre, where I'm doing my show, is out in Henderson. Now, there's like a pocket of like Māori people and islanders and all kinds of people living out west. So mm. I was like, well, I would way prefer to go out to them. Take it to where they are. That's yeah, nice. exactly. And I'd like to take the show to Southside as well. Um, that would be mean. But yeah, for now, it's just in Henderson for two nights. Which is mean, and I hope that lots of Māoris come, especially because it's a Kaupapa Māori theatre. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you fellas heard of the show's Kōpū, or like um, they've got Māori productions there, really, and mm. it's like, oh my God, this is mean. <laughs> it's cool to be in a Māori space, because my show, no matter what it's about, will always be a Māori show, really, just because I'm Māori. Mm. But yeah. Man, man. Now, uh, this evening you've selected some clips for us of... 
I guess some of your favorite bits of comedy. Um, what would you like to start with and why? Holy. There's a few options. We've <laughs> massive got, question. We've got Mike Goodwin, Bailey Poaching. Yes, that's my bro. Hannibal, legend. Uh, we've got some Flight of the Concords. Where, where do you want to? I reckon I'll start with my mate Bailey. Okay, let's move this. Bailey Poaching. Tell us more about Bailey. Bailey is so funny. He's a uh, Samoan Maori, and he's grown up over in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's. Why are you laughing? That wasn't a joke. <laughs> that no, was his it's because, upbringing. It's because I think I know this bit right here. The I've bit. Heard, <laughs> yes. That's funny. The bit. That's yes. funny. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But he's mean. Um, I've come up in the comedy scene alongside him. He's got a show at Tipo as well. It's called Hot Filthy Garbage. It's like a duo show. It's a great uh, name for a show. Oh, it's so crazy. I went and saw him and his um, the bro Anthony doing a a workshop version of it, and it was insane. And I loved it. But yeah, um, but yeah, he's real funny. And yeah, I guess we can listen to his comedy. But New Zealand is just so different. Like, I remember one time at high school, um, someone came up to me and was like, where are you from? No, sorry, where are your parents originally from? And when that person left the room, my little gang of white friends would be like, that's not okay. He can't say that to you. That's racist. (laughs) And I feel like as soon as I got to New Zealand, there were like three islanders coming up to me like, gee, what are you? No, nah, like, G, like, what are you, G? Like, nah, bro, for real, like, what, like, actually, like, what are you, G? Tony, Tony, come see this guy, what are you? You know? <laughs> I was like, um, <laughs> stressed? Uh, um. Mr. BP, the one and only. <laughs> Have, has, do you know how his show's selling? Is it? Um, I think they've still got space. They actually have way more nights than I do because they've got five nights at Q Theatre, but mm-hmm. then they've got a um, couple nights at Tepo Theatre as well. Mm. So I have no idea, honestly. Okay. He's very mysterious about it. Could be sold out, could be empty. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I made a little prep doc. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just getting, like, info from the website. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say that your shows are sold out. So Where do maybe people they go to get tickets? I feel like this is, the, from this is the important thing I reckon we should oh, tell yeah. the people listening. Where the F do we get tickets from? You can get tickets from two places, either the New Zealand Comedy Fest site um, or Tipo Theatre, their site. Okay. Um, on the Tipo site, it says that they're sold out. But then on the New Zealand Comedy Fest site, <laughs> well, <laughs> their Apparently website... Not. Um, maybe their systems have to update. Yeah. Maybe. Always the system, eh? Always against us. <laughs> Tell me more about um Hoha Guy, the show. Hoha Guy. Like what what do you cover in it? Um <laughs> Good question. Um I talk a lot I think I talk mostly about my upbringing. I talk about my mum and my dad. My mum is like a real high level abstract thinking Maori creative. Mm. And my dad, he's like he's like he's a physicist. And he's Māori. He's a Māori physicist. And I talk a bit about what it's like growing up with, like, it's basically left side and right side of the brain if yeah. they were parents. Um, and then I talk about going to my school, which was super, it was, I went to Baradine College, crazy place for a Māori person to go to school. 
Um, I talk, yeah, I don't know. I talk about lots of things, really. It's hard to talk to tell you without giving stuff away. Yeah, fair is there enough. a heart? Is it sort of quite a strong religious? Is buried in Catholic or something like yes, that? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Um, buried in. It's Catholic, but it's so funny because I feel like all of us went in with the intention to be Catholic, and then all most of us, yeah, came out um, like atheist <laughs> or like <laughs> agnostic. A lot of the white girls came out Buddhist, which I'm like, uh, <laughs> did you like YouTube that? <laughs> Is this a trend? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I'm like, did you get like assigned to study this religion? And you're like, mm. sounds like a bit of me this time. <laughs> I hope that's not offensive to Buddhist people. <laughs> Your religion is not, anyway. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's cool. not a trend, but yeah. to white girls, it is. <laughs> now, should we play another clip? Yeah, before I keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> before you keep incriminating yourself on the Auckland airwaves, yeah. Uh, which which one would you like to go with? We got Yumi Nagashima, Flight of the Concords, Hannibal Burris, or Mike Goodwin. I reckon Yumi. Okay. You mean Nakashima? Let's check this out. Hang on. Stand by, people. Here we go. When I was a child, I used to think Snow White was a Japanese lady. <laughs> she has geisha like pale skin, black hair, and tends to seven ugly white men. <laughs> Sometimes knows this white people confuse me with other Asian women and my friends say that's racist. But I don't think so because face recognition skill is nothing to do with racism, it's racial familiarity. I have trouble distinguishing white people too. <laughs> this is why I still can't tell the difference between Zoe Deschanel and Katy Perry, <laughs> Julia Roberts and Steven Tyler, <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey and brown leather recliner. <laughs> Fuck, that's wild. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> It's crazy, and I love her. I only found her like a month ago on YouTube, and I was like, I'd never seen a like a, a Japanese woman doing comedy before. And I, there's heaps out there, but I had never been lucky enough to stumble across it. But mm. I like, I watched it, and I was just like, holy shit, this lady like. It's cool that she still retains her accent because yeah. I was like, because I read the comments and they're like, oh my God, her English is so good. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. But to me, I was like, well, it's not just her English is good. It's her fluency in humor. Mm. She understands the funny. And I think that translation is crazy because like my dad growing up, also, this is what part of why I liked her jokes. He would always be like, you know, everyone talks about how Asian people all look the same, but really, I think white people all look the same. <laughs> because because it's not... He'd literally say the same thing. Like, it's about racial familiarity. It's like, oh, well, you can hear the, like, yeah. scientist dad coming out. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. about <laughs> racial familiarity. I was, like, seven years old, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay. <laughs> So just, <laughs> yeah, I keep talking and I keep hearing what I'm saying and um, 
It's one of those classic things with radio. Once you've done it a few times, you sort of stop worrying about it. Don't worry about it. You're doing great. Yeah. This is how I live my whole life, actually, saying crazy shit mm. and then thinking, hmm, <laughs> that didn't reflect on me that well. I, I just <laughs> said that. <laughs> and then I get paid for it. <laughs> now, are you, you going to use um, any spare time that you have this month to head along to some other comedy shows that are on the um, Comedy Fest? Yep. Hundred percent. Um, yep. I want to see Kuta Forrester's show. Yes. Um, the OG Kuta of comedy. <laughs> you two did a little promo for your show. Yes, together. we did. We did, and it was a massive success. <laughs> 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 it definitely helped my ticket sales. I was like, Oh my god, could have. Can, can you please be in my video? <laughs> She's like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> she has no idea how much she did for me in that video. <laughs> And people think that she's actually my auntie. Like, they message, yeah, they're like, oh, my God, didn't know you're related. Uh, we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Didn't realize I can't be in videos with other Maldives anymore. Lest we Especially be. Especially <laughs> with other kudas. Yeah. Like ah, why did they name you that? <laughs> um, we're completely different people. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody asks Emmas why, why other Emmas, Emmas are called Emma. Yeah. I don't know. Ask the parents, man. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not resentful of it at all. It's a great blessing to share the name of Kuta Forrester. Except my name is not Kuta Forrester. It's Kuta Kakerangi. Tudifenua. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Now, next clip. Let's hit it. Yeah. Let's I'm hit just it. looking at the clock. I'm like, we're out of here oh at my 7. God. So. Um, I reckon Mike Goodwin. Okay. White people, let me share something with y'all. Y'all may not know. Uh, white people, y'all like to whisper the race <laughs> of the person that you're talking about. This all just happened to me one time. It was like, hey, you know, Mike Goodwin's going to be there. The black guy. He's <laughs> like, why are you whispering? <laughs> that is not a secret. give me a hard time because of my appearance. This is how I, I typically dress. People are like, Mike, why are you always so dressed up? I'm like, I'm not dressed up. This is just police repellent. <laughs> I'm just saying I never fit the description, you know. Officer pulled me over. He was like, is that a cardigan you got on? <laughs> Why don't you just slow down, sir? <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Right, do you reckon we should keep that theme of running and hit some Hannibal Burris? Yeah, bro. Why, why uh, do you enjoy his comedy? Um, growing up, we always listen to black comedy, always watch black comedy. And Mike Goodwin's an, another comedian that I found recently mm. that's like, oh, this is mean. He, I don't know. I feel like black comedians have always been really relatable to Maori mm -hmm. people because we have a lot of shared experiences. Like everything in that is really relatable. And I reckon, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to keep up with, with old America. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Similar kind of... Uh, 
um, sentiment for Hannibal Buress? Oh, Hannibal. <laughs> I don't know. I just, to him, he's like a special guy for me. He's my favorite comedian ever. Mm. But um, he's just cool. He's just cool, but also weirdly dorky at the same time. Mm. It's like listening to a stoner figure things out on stage, but you know that he's super clever and everything's been written. And like, I like him because you can watch him perform the same set lots of times uh, at different periods and years. And it's like, oh shit, I see exactly what you changed and your inflection. And anyway, he's just like comedy writing masterclass. Yeah. Nice. And he says, you were jaywalking. And I said, sorry about that. And I tried to keep going about my day because I thought that's how jaywalking was handled as a crime. You were jaywalking. My bad. We're done here, right? That's it. I, I acknowledge that I jaywalk. I apologize not for the act of jaywalking, but how my jaywalking made you feel. I'll try to do jaywalk in the future while you're watching, but trust, I'm gonna do it the rest of my life. It's the best way to go about being a pedestrian. <laughs> and he says, no, I have to give you a ticket. Give me your ID. I said, you don't understand. I only give people my ID for real stuff. This is not real. This is a fantasy crime that you're enforcing to cover up the fact that the city is having financial problems right now. The city is broke, and they put you out here with a quota, and that's fine. I will donate 60 of your colorful-ass dollars to your broke-ass city. <laughs> But let's just do it like that, no paperwork, and it's good. Guess what? Two more cops show up. Now we have three Montreal police officers working this high-profile jaywalking case. Three cops for me and jaywalking. Fair enough. I decided during the time that I was just gonna talk trash to the cops standing closest to me, because I don't like him or what he represents. So I just wanted to mess with him and just say whatever I could say to mess with him because he's wasting my time. So I said, hey, man, how much money do you make a year? Which is a douchey thing to do. I'm aware. But you know what else is douchey? They have three cops working a jaywalking ticket. That's overkill. I only have two legs. That's a cop and a half per leg. That's a waste of city funds. That's why that city is broke now. And he told me how much he made. I don't know why he told me. He didn't have to tell me. Then he said, how much do you make? And I told him. And he got upset. And he said, what do you sell, drugs? I said, no, I don't sell trucks. It's kind of racist. What, do you sell cars? <laughs> Wait, why are those your first two guesses? Hey, this dude is doing something illegal, or people love buying Subarus from him. He's a charismatic guy, sell the hell out of a car. Those are the only two jobs I know besides police officers. I'm a dumb guy. My worldview is limited. So good, I love him so much. Yeah, so many banger lines in like what two minutes? Like, I love the line, like, your colorful ass dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a dumb guy, my worldview is limited. <laughs> he's uh, out of um, the last couple of years that we've done this segment, he's definitely the one comedian that has appeared the most. The most and yeah. like, everyone's just kind of like, yo, Hannibal, check him in. Absolutely. It says something, you know, that he's had that sort of uh, reach throughout the um, comedy community. Yeah. yeah. Powerful, powerful. Now, uh, we're going to hit a local piece of comedy. Well, they can't, Well, they were local. Now they're too good for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I guess they don't need too much of an introduction, <laughs> but man... What a powerhouse of musical comedy. Mm. Incredible. My whole childhood summed up in two white men. Well, actually, Jermaine is Māori. <laughs> so, That's a line. Hey. 
Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you're going to find that in my show next week. <laughs> now, Kura, if people want to stay up to date with what you're doing, is the best place to follow you on social media or do you have oh, a yeah. website? Or like, you've got to plug what's happening. Why you guys are so clever? Um, <clears throat> my Instagram is at kumara underscore chips with a Z. There's kumara chips. And it's the same for TikTok. I don't go on Twitter. Twitter's scary. Don't add me yeah, on don't. Facebook. Don't That's go too on personal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram and TikTok, Kumara Chips. All right. That's me. Kura, thank you so much for making the trek in here and battling Auckland's traffic. <laughs> All good. It's been a pleasure. Um, and just, yeah, Instagram. See what you're up to and get tickets to your next show before yeah. they sell out, right? Yeah. If I get an extra show, we'll see. All right. Shot. Cheers. The Hip Hopopotamus versus the Rhinoceros, um, featuring the Hip Hopopotamus and the Rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. They call me the Rhinoceros, not because I'm fat, not because I got birds on my back, but because I'm horny, I'm horny. When I'm on the mic, I'm a global warming, you can't ignore me. In the bedroom, I'm the gentleman, the ladies come before me. Check your yellow pages, I'm a registered rhinocologist now. I'm passing over the mic to the hip hopopotamus. Yeah, they call me the hip hopopotamus. My lyrics are bottomless. My rhymes are polite, like, thank you, Mrs. Johnson, for dinner. That was delicious. Good night. And other times, they're obscene, like a pornographic R18 dream about bitches smothered in margarine. Ha, 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 ha. They call me the hip-hopopotamus. I got flows that glow like phosphorus popping off at the top of this esophagus. I'm not a water-dwelling mammal from Africa that's moved to the metropolis and been taught how to break dance. Where did you get that preposterous hypothesis? Did Steve tell you that? What's he got to do with it? What kind of rapping name is Steve? Steve. Other rappers diss me, say my rhymes are sissy. What? 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 Be more constructive with your feedback. Why? Yeah. Why? Cause I rap about reality Like me and my grandma having a cup of tea There ain't no party like my nana's tea party Hey, ho Freestyle, hip-hop, apotomous Freestyle, hip-hop, apotomous style I'm freestyling just saying what comes into the top of my head like it's just r r random r r random um ooh ooh there's a picture of new york there's a picture of new york there's a big fat crazy picture of new york i'm just free new york freestyling the, the picture of new york freestyling Sometimes when I freestyle, I lose confidence. <laughs> My rhymes are so potent that in the small segment I made all of the ladies in the first two rows pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sometimes my lyrics are sexist, but you lovely bitches and hoes should know I'm trying to correct this. Cause... <laughs> when I say ooh, all the ladies go ah. 
When I go ooh, all the fellas go or or ooh, ooh. We keep it real sexy, fellas. Ooh, ooh. That's my dogs. When I go ooh, all the ladies go ooh. Lady the cocos, you're so big. Wow, thank you. Wow. What's Cooking? Supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits.